there. Welcome to episode 31 of the Waveback Music Podcast. Today's episode is Castlevania for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Enjoy! Hello again, this is the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Vicky. And we're here to talk to you about some of the most interesting video game music there is. It's October, or at least it will be by the time you listen to this, and that means that it's time for Geekade's 31 Days of Halloween. We here at Waveback are happy to be a part of it. So we'll be listening to the amazing soundtrack that accompanies one of the NES's original horror-esque thrillers. Grab your whips and chow down on some wall meat, for tonight we listen to the spooky sounds of Castlevania for the NES. Did you really just say wall meat? Yeah, I said wall meat. <laughs> <laughs> have you not come across wall meat in your castlevania travels i didn't okay so uh all right quick aside when okay. you play castlevania mm-hmm. uh you regain health by oh, eating meat and you find this meat just laying around the castle usually in walls wow <laughs> like you whip a wall and it comes apart and then there's meat in there and you oh. eat it and you regain health because of reasons that sounds amazing Oh, I love old video games. So we've been getting requests for this one since I started doing this podcast, and I'm extremely happy to finally be able to do it. So, Vicky, hit us with some history. Castlevania was originally released as Akumajo Dracula for the Famicom Disk System on September 26, 1986, meaning it celebrated its 30th anniversary just last month. It's an action side-scrolling platformer where you take control of Simon Belmont, a vampire hunter, who takes on Dracula and his minions with his enchanted whip. There was a more open exploratory version of the game called Vampire Killer, released on the MSX, but a month later on October 30th, and the FDS game was ported over to the NES and released on May of 1987. It then hit all manner of other platforms, including Commodore 64, MS-DOS, and more, as well as spawn an entire franchise of sequels. Oh my god, it was on MS-DOS? Yeah, it was. Oh my god. It was on everything. The first several games in the series played out like traditional stage-based action fare, but the franchise has since become known for its more recent exploratory entries. Castlevania's soundtrack was composed by Kinuyo Yamashita and Sato Terashima. Yamashita has had quite a career, but hasn't done much since 2010. Her credits include Power Blade 1 and 2, Mega Man The Wily Wars, and Mega Man X3. Interestingly enough, she currently resides in Montauk, New Jersey. That's cool. Mm, ain't it just? Uh, mm-hmm. Terashima, on the other hand, seems to have disappeared from the video game music scene entirely, uh, but not before she composed music for Castlevania II, Simon's Quest, Goonies 2, and Life Force. Both ladies are incredibly talented composers, and the world of video games is better off for having them in it. Now let's cover our histories with the game real quickly. Vicky, how did you first experience a Castlevania game? Uh, well, I was trying to play this one over the past week, and my NES controller for my laptop did not work. I think it's the emulator or, you know, whatever. Can I say emulator? (laughs) Sure, go nuts. Sure, so the NES controller did not work for uh, my computer, and I decided I would rather die than try and figure out the keyboard. But other than that, I've heard, like, all of my other friends have played Castlevania. Hmm. 
I'm actually kind of surprised you've never played a, a Castlevania game. I know. It I'm seems so myself. right up your alley. Like even the PS2 ones or whatever. I'm I'm genuinely shocked. Yeah, I wanted to play Symphony of the Night, but mm. I I think it was too. Wait, was that the more recent one? Symphony was PlayStation One. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I it's think... been released on PlayStation Three, on PSN, and whatnot. I was very busy with Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Well, I would definitely recommend um, going back and playing some of the uh, Castlevania games. I mean, you could start with Symphony of the Night because Symphony of the Night is kind of where the series split a bunch. Um, I'll just I'll just transition right into my history. I've been playing them since the first game. Uh, I loved the first Castlevania to death, uh, and I mean to death a lot because I died a lot in this game. It took me forever to beat because this game is stupid hard. Unless you really know what you're doing, then it's, it becomes really easy once you really learn it. But uh, just to go in and play it this game is really tough and castlevania is one of those games that really defines nes Nick, nintendo hard you know what i mean um i do remember being confused by castlevania 2 because castlevania 2 took on a slightly more open worldy feel and their terrible translation made the game really confusing uh then castlevania 3 was a return to form i loved the game boy games really i have i believe i have every entry in the, the mainline series uh before it turned over to lords of shadow um but but once since once Symphony of the Night hit and it kind of became more of a Metroid style game and then all the DS games and uh, the Game Boy Advance games are just so good and every Castlevania game has a, a killer soundtrack. There's good music to be had in every single Castlevania game and uh, it all started here. Uh, when this game came out, what's interesting is that this was almost kind of played as a sort of a parody on. Um, like the universal monsters, like there's a Frankenstein's monster in there, uh, it's death, and all the credits in this game are like really goofy names based on like their plays on the old universal monsters characters, which is really? hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, we've since found out who all those people actually were. Um, but uh, boy, oh boy, this game is, uh, is really something special. And this soundtrack is, I mean, Ask anybody who's a big Castlevania fan, like, you know, you will know some of this music just from having been around video games. Like, there's no way you don't know Vampire Killer. I'm, I'm sure you know that song. Um, so let's just, uh, let's, let's get to work. Let's start listening to music. Our first track is going to be a, a combo, two tracks, because I couldn't resist pairing the two of these next to one another. This is going to be Prologue and Vampire Killer. Vampire Killer being the Castlevania song. It's the most famous Castlevania song of all Castlevania songs. It's been reprised in countless games over the years. And prologue is pretty much just the little tune that plays when Simon Belmont walks up to the fence. So uh, here we go. Let's jump into track number one, prologue and vampire killer.
right, that was uh, that was Vampire Killer and uh, Prologue from the original NES Castlevania. Uh, Vicky, what do you think? Uh, it was pretty cheerful for a vampire-esque <laughs> game. Well, that's pretty... definitely something that you're gonna you're gonna notice in the uh, Castlevania soundtracks is that are they're especially the earlier games they're very high energy. Um, I guess it kind of has almost a, a very anime-inspired feel to it. Um, yeah. This one I've always liked because this particular version of Vampire Killer is is kind of it seems intentionally empty and kind of creepy, and I, I guess it, that kind of feels that way for me because I have the matching visuals to go with it. Because this is um, this plays accompanying you, know, you start right outside of an old worn-down castle with moss and trees everywhere. And then you go inside, and it's all these red, ripped curtains, and little zombie monsters are trying to get you and whatnot. Um, but this particular version of it is it's such an intricate little number uh, with all the little tiny bits and pieces, and a lot of bands have covered this song over the years. And Really? Oh, yeah. Like these, who? Uh, the mini-bosses. Pretty much anybody that covers video game music has covered this song at one point or another. Uh, two of the best ones I've ever heard. Are, uh, one is by a group called The Advantage, who are unfortunately not together anymore because their albums are spectacular, some of the best video game covers ever. Um, and uh, Banjo Gaiale does a really great cover of this as well. Because um, there's a there's the, the sort of a part towards the middle where a bunch of different notes are playing uh, at the same time, and it's really easy to kind of miss out some of the, on some of those notes. But when you play all of them in, together properly, it sounds incredible. Um, there's so much more to this song than meets the eye. It's such a great track. Um, and it is, like I said, this has been reprised countless times. I mean, almost every Castlevania game has had some version of this in it, uh, in some way, shape, or form. And they're usually all really, really upbeat. That's the thing, like way more loud than this and very, very bombastic, whereas this one is very reserved. It's just kind of, it's got that good kind of groove to it. It is definitely a relatively high energy song. But it's also just kind of got a very quiet vibe to it. Uh, love this track. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to uh, our track number two of the night, which is Stalker, Stage 4. Um, honestly, I... All right, this one here. Um, another high-energy track. Uh, this is... You know, stage takes place a little bit deeper into the castle, and it's more of this... You know, the same kind of music that you've kind of come to expect from Vampire Killer, except it's more outwardly energetic. It's not really a creepy song uh, so much as just an awesome song. Uh, just kind of makes you want to jump up and down and get hit by countless floating Medusa heads and die, because this is the stage where you're introduced to the frustrating Medusa heads. Ah, I hate those things. All right, so here we go. Our track number two, Stalker from Castlevania.
right, that was Stalker, again from Castlevania for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Boy, that funny song's fun. Uh, it actually did get a little creepy. I forgot yeah. all about that kind of middle part where it goes... Doo -doo 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 -doo. It's got some really good kind of creepy notes, but then it's right back into just kind of really high energy. How, what did you, how did you like this one? Yeah, it was a little spookier than the previous track. Yeah, like it still is like super high energy and whatnot, but it was definitely had that little spooky bit of an angle to it, which is uh, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. I like. I also like how these tracks are all named. I know a lot of old, uh, old NES games. The tracks, that, as far as I can tell, the tracks are all called like you know the area that they take place in, or Stage One, or BGM One. This one, every every track's got a title, which is great. And yeah, they're this all like called Stalker. It's called Stalker, um, which is I I hope is referring to the uh, Medusa heads that come out and stalk your ass. <laughs> I hate those things. All right, so uh, let's move on to the next track. Our track number three is called Wicked Child. Ooh, um, which I I really don't know why it's called Wicked Child, and I don't know why half these things are called what they're called. Uh, the stage number three is probably the first stage that gave me real trouble in this game. I remember playing it, playing through it the first time. I was able to beat the first stage no problem. Second stage, a few problems with the Medusa heads, but you know the boss was Medusa. I kicked her ass, and that was the end of that. This stage, though, um, you fight uh, Frankenstein's monster and a creepy Igor monster, and it's just like, that boss gave me so many problems when I was younger. I can beat him all the time now, but when I was a kid, he was the biggest pain in the ass. He's so tough. And we were, my sister and I would get stuck on this stage all the time, but it was always okay because, I mean, first off, the stage is long, but it's also, the music is so good. This is really probably my favorite track of the night um i might have to give the nod to vampire killer but if it's not vampire killer it's this one wicked wicked child this is a great great tune um so here it is uh wicked child from castlevania <laughs> Thank you. 
definitely not selling me on this being a spooky game. This this was so fun. <laughs> I mean, it it is a literal song that goes beep boop beep boop beep boop. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. It's um like I said, this game was kind of, a, it seems like the game was originally designed to be a bit on the campy side, and it's really more of an action game than a spooky game. It's just kind of, that's kind of where Castlevania, it's where Castlevania's roots came from, is this isn't a super spooky soundtrack, it's just a super action-y soundtrack that goes with a kind of a spooky game. Because, I mean... Okay, to, so I guess like all the fast-paced stuff is like to get you hyped up. Yeah, because the game itself isn't super fast paced. It's it's really a strange dichotomy when you when you think about the music completely separate from the visuals that go along with it. Um, but that is if you just track down any Castlevania soundtracks, that's something you're going to run into a lot is that the music is typically very actiony, like really, really get your get yourself amped up. And then you're running around in sort of a gothic setting with uh, creepy monsters and whatnot, and you're playing an action game. <laughs> So yeah, it's not, eh, I guess it's got a kind of an eerie-ish vibe to it. Like, all right, so this stage, for example, is kind of in a, a, the garden area, I guess, of this giant castle, and uh -huh. there's lots of skeletons running around throwing uh, throwing Spooky bones skeleton. at you, and um, it's it's got kind of like an outdoor nighttime look to it, and there's just like lots of marble statues and moss growing everywhere, and then you fight Frankenstein's monster. Um and it's pretty tough. Again, Medusa heads hate them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of it's it's really interesting hearing your. I'm actually kind of glad now that you didn't play the game because it's really interesting to hear your take <laughs> on this stuff because you don't have the 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 game to match up with it. And yeah, this is like my favorite like part of listening to other video game music that it, of stuff I've never played. Mm -hmm. <laughs> same here like whenever you suggest games i always love listening to them because it's like i don't really know it's it's fun to try to guess what kind of <laughs> game is going along with it but um it's so weird because the, i guess because i've been playing it so long this music is just so naturally castlevania to me and yeah castlevania the the the, the visuals that in it invokes uh will always just kind of match that for me but yeah this is a pretty uh pretty upbeat song which is probably why it's one of my favorites uh let's move on to track number five though this is one of the most outwardly spooky songs that we will Ooh. listen to tonight um this uh this song comes when you go down into the dungeon uh you've fallen way down into the, the catacombs underneath the castle and there's you know water monsters jumping up and spitting at you and and all other sorts of jazz uh before you climb the stairs and eventually find your way back out but um yeah, this this song is called Walking on the Edge, and it is one of the genuinely spooky tracks, so enjoy. Thank you. 
that was Walking on the Edge from Castlevania for the NES. Um, so there you go. There's some spooky music, right? Only slightly. <laughs> Only slightly. I yeah, mean, the, half, halfway through, it kind of picks back up. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning part's spooky. It's uh, a little spooky. Then it gets all, then it gets all actiony. But it definitely yeah. fits the stage that it's in. <laughs> what is the stage like again? It's it's the catacombs. It's very ah. wet and and underground. Uh, so it's 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 kind of nice that it starts off with that kind of spookier, slower vibe um, before obviously getting back into the the series trademark actiony type soundtrack. But it's it's good times. Good times. Ah. Not my favorite track by far, but it's still it's still a, still a good time. Still a good one. Uh, all right. So the next track we're going to listen to is called Heart of Fire. This is another really, really great track. This one, uh, if I remember correctly, this is when you're full on back inside the castle and you start fighting the the armored, the axe knights uh, for the first time. They're these dudes who take a whole bunch of hits to kill and they just chuck axes at you. They're kind of a pain in the butt. Um, and uh, this just kind of has a different groove than the rest of the tracks in the game, I think. it's it's I guess the, the groove is similar to Vampire Killer, and that it's not outwardly boppy or anything. Boppy, yes. Um, but it's still got a, a, a nice energy to it, and it's, it's, a, it's a catchy, catchy tune. So here it is, track number six, Heart of Fire. fire damn i love that song <laughs> that was really cool that was much spookier than that last song well yeah but oh i don't know about much yeah all right the uh, last song was a bit pseudo, more eerie like, piano that was great yeah and the fact that it's it's they're playing with volume which is really cool how it starts off slightly quieter and it keeps getting a little louder yep. um, as they go in it and like the way it kind of bends 
bends the uh, the the wave notes and whatnot. It's that's it's such a smartly put together song, um, and it's a little bit longer than uh, than the other tracks. Uh, it's really really good, and it's that kind of plodding uh, feeling to it. Uh, the, the fact that it's a little bit less overtly upbeat it really fits the stage because you're doing a lot of fighting monsters. That um, this is the stage where you first, like I said, you meet the axe armors where they they're throwing axes and you have to. You have to kind of take your time with those guys, as well as the red skeletons, which are the ones that reform themselves, kind of like dry bones from Super Mario Brothers. Uh, you you knock them down, and they'll just sit there for a second of a pile of bones, and then get back back up again. So this this stage is a bit more methodical, and the music really matches that. It's a, it's a brilliant piece, really brilliant piece. So anyway, uh, what are your uh, thoughts, vibes, feelings? It was a cool song. Uh, it's up there. With my favorite ones. I mean, right now it is my favorite. Maybe. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Maybe. Hold on. What was my favorite? I can't be so rude. I think uh, Wicked Child is pretty cool. Wicked Child was pretty damn cool. That's my favorite. But uh, Heart of Fire is really up there for me. Um, all right. Let's move on to Out yep. of Time. Uh, <laughs> out of Time is uh, this is another really high energy song. Um, really high energy Yay. uh but it's a it's definitely more frantic high energy this one get, has a sense of urgency to it that i think the other uh, high energy tracks don't uh which i guess is why it's called out of time so here we go our track number seven out of time enjoy of time um that was a i really like how how they play with um the drum cadence in that one it definitely kind of goes in a different in and out of the different time signatures it's like kind of a very very uh you know you know every every man i am so not finding the right words for what i'm trying to say here <laughs> uh the snare drum is like you know on every hit and then it gets you know cuts down to a cut time for a little while and yeah. then it comes right back to it it's, it goes back and forth it's really really smart tune how do you feel about this one it was a pretty cool tune it felt uh i don't know i don't know the words for it i don't know the technical term for like that that high-pitched area near like the middle of the song oh no mm. near the end when it's about to like loop yeah that's great i love that <laughs> I'm just using like onomatopoeias to explain everything today. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Just beep nothing wrong away. with that. Beep boops for days. <laughs> <laughs> no.
no, this is a really cool track. It's it's getting like much more different than the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty varied soundtrack, all in all. Yeah. Um, but we're 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 coming up on the end here, so uh, there's not a not not a ton of tracks left, and the ones that are left aren't exactly very long. Um, but uh, I, I'm guessing that this soundtrack isn't quite what you were expecting it to be. No, not at all. I thought it'd be more. I guess droning would be the word. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, but low notes, like manas, like stuff like that. <laughs> You know, yeah, no, there's like not a lot of that in castle classic music. Castlevanias. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's lots of energy. You'll, you'll get a, a bit more of that in some of the more modern soundtracks, just because uh, you had more options for stuff like, like really atmospheric type sounds. Mm-hmm. But even then, even in like Symphony of the Night, there's more than half the tracks are very energetic. Uh, I love Castlevania. I should play more <laughs> Castlevania. I miss Castlevania. There hasn't been a new proper castlevania in a very long time wasn't there one on the ps3 uh that was um lords of shadow and uh those were uh it was kind of like a reboot for the series oh Um, so they're not really related to these other games and they're they're good they're solid games they're they're very different from traditional castlevania games uh i would say they're a really neat take on castlevania i'm glad they exist i think they're really cool they did some really good plays on the mythology of castlevania like having uh, was it Gabriel Belmont turned out to be Dracula? Like he became Dracula. It was spoiler really, really alert. Interesting. Yeah, spoiler alert. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> good stuff though. And their their uh redesign of Simon Belmont is fantastic. In Lords of Shadow, they made him this like thick red bearded Scottish dude. He looks fantastic. I love love the look that they made for Simon Belmont there. Um. All right. So next track, uh, track number eight is called Poison Mind. And this is the boss battle music. It's a, a relatively short tune, um, which, uh, depending on the boss battle, uh, may give you nightmares. <laughs> because, uh, death, it could loop example, a lot. Took me a long time to beat death. Uh, death was brutal. Um, if you if you're gonna fight death, get there with holy water because uh, he's brutal otherwise. So here we go. Here's track number eight: Poison Mind. this a lot so i don't think i could get annoyed by it it sounds like kind of reminds me of the castle music from the original super mario brothers it also sounds like i forgot who i forgot what composer it was it's gonna kill me all night like an actual classical music composer hmm uh, yeah, i got nothing all right well i'll figure but any- it out anyway i mean this is you're right it's not an annoying track no. it's just uh it's it's got the right level of like this is genuinely eerie music. Yeah. And boy, when you're in the midst of some of the very difficult boss battles in this game, like you've got one shred of health left and the the and the boss has like three and you're just please, please hit hit with that axe. Please connect. Just just so many battles that I fought and lost to this music. It is it will always give <laughs> me a certain level of tension because of just the all the 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 connections in my mind that this song makes. Uh, 
but it's great boss music. It's 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 pretty spot on. Yeah. Because you don't want the boss music itself sometimes to be too involved. Like, sometimes you really want just the intensity of the battle to take care of it. Yeah. Of course, you know, on the other hand, there's some some of my favorite boss music of all time was a, a great track from Rocket Knight Adventures, which is a, a game that we did before on the show. Um, really one of my favorite video game tracks ever. Definitely one of my favorite boss music tracks. And that's a very complex song that intentionally screws with you while you're playing it it like keeps changing its time signature and skipping beats to kind of subliminally give you this sense of uh urgency whereas this is like this is exactly what's happening this is what's in front of you learn the pattern um because if you learn the pattern you can do it if you don't learn the pattern you will die Uh, (laughs) and and that will happen to you uh but speaking of boss battles we're on to um the next two tracks are uh, Final Battle Part 1 and Final Battle Part 2. Uh, when you get to Dracula, and first he looks like Dracula, and then he looks like a giant um, blue bat monster thing? Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, but sure, let's do it. Uh, anyway, this next track is called Nothing to Lose. It's track number nine, and it is uh, the first part of the battle with Dracula, so enjoy. seems like it could be a pretty rough song to listen to if you're gonna die a lot yes uh not my favorite track <laughs> does a good job of being where it needs to be but not something i really fire up that one when i want to listen to some castlevania music if you know what i mean I yeah <laughs> usually leave that one off my playlists but it does do a good job of um being the background to the first part of this fight um because it's a, it's a very methodical Is it more fight. of an it sounds like encounter music. Yeah, it's it actually like like I was I was just saying it is a bit more of a methodical uh, a fight with Dracula. It's not very actiony. Dracula keeps disappearing and reappearing. Ah. Um, and you have to wait for your moment to hit him. So yeah, this is a very methodical fight. You um and, and the music actually plays a bit through the stage leading up to it. So there's a little bit more of this track looping, but uh you get to Dracula and his little head shows up and he shows up, shoots some fireballs and then disappears, you know, reappears, shoots some fireballs, disappears. And so you have to, it's, it's very plotting and very methodical. So yeah, it, it it's sounding like encounter music makes sense. Cause that's kind of how this boss fight plays out, which is neat. Oh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the second part is definitely a little bit more, uh, 
more energetic because after you beat first form of Dracula, he turns into a somewhat amusing looking giant blue monster thing. <laughs> and he jumps <laughs> up and down at you. It's a, I don't know what he's supposed to be. He kind of looks like, you know, that big red monster for the old Looney Tunes cartoons, like the big, like that hair guy with the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't have a mouth or anything in the eyeballs. Exactly. Yeah. He looks kind of like a blue version of that. That's oh. trying to be scarier. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds silly. I mean, he has a head and shoulders, but it is kind of silly. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of silly. <laughs> There's just no two ways about it. I think it is quite silly. Uh, but still, it's intimidating because it's the last boss of the game, and it's considerably larger than you are. So um, here we go. Last track, uh, second to last track. This is called Black Knight Final Battle 2 from Castlevania. As my least favorite track, like, <laughs> oh my gooses, <laughs> that yeah. was kind of annoying. Yeah, and uh, is that the whole? Is that throughout like the whole battle? It's not an extraordinarily long battle if you do it right. Oh, um, uh, okay. It is designed to be stressful. Like, yeah, I don't think sounds... they. Okay. I'm pretty stressed out right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they designed that to be a good song. Like, I'm pretty sure that song was just designed to make you want to pull your hair out uh, and yeah. just hammer home the fact that this is it. This is it. This is you die here. You're going to regret that because they're going to send you back very far and you will cry many oh, tears. Good job. Cheers to you, lady composers. You, yes, indeed. You upset me. <laughs> Honestly, they, this is such a great soundtrack beginning to end like for the game that it's attached to there could not be more fitting music uh in my humble opinion it's it's just so damn good so here we are we're at the last track of the night track number 11 is called voyager it has nothing to do with star trek voyager uh, but it has everything to do with a very silly credit sequence um that looks very cool Ooh. this is a nice uh kind of somber tune to go over the end credits where you know castlevania disintegrates in the background and Simon Belmont saved the day. Hooray! And then they Yay! make a whole bunch of ridiculous names show up on the screen. Uh, but it is a, it's, it's a kind of a somber tune. It's pretty cool. So let's give it a listen. Here's track number 11, Voyager.
That was nice. That was a good ending song. It was. Really kind of, it fits the mood of the game. It wasn't all like sunshine and rainbows. It was not a happy tune, but still a victorious one nonetheless. Yes, me. <laughs> ha! I see. Ha. I actually did not get that. It didn't. Oh. Just went right over my head. Took me a second. Oh god! But I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> I got it. Victoria, get it. Ah. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> We're all funny here. We like to make of the jokes. <laughs> back to the track. <laughs> back to the track. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have a ton to say about it. It's a every time I've ever gotten to that outside of using a game genie, it's just been just like, oh, thank God it's over. I'm never doing that again. Yeah, it sounds like a just relief. This game is a bitch, man. This game is hard. <laughs> this game is, 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 it's not stupid hard. I would say stupid hard would be Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest because it's stupid hard because you have to do things like hold a red crystal, face a wall, and duck until a tornado shows up. When, Are you kidding me? Dude, there's so much weird stuff in Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest. It's just bizarre. It's, so bizarre and, and most of it comes from a crappy translation because in the Japanese game people in towns will tell you what you need to do and in the NES version if you didn't have Nintendo power there was no way to know what you're supposed to do oh, just no. none at all whatsoever um, but we'll listen to that one another time uh, so give me your overall impression of this album uh, what do you think of this game's soundtrack not what I expected I liked it a lot though I had a really fun time it's like something I would like bounce around to in the car when I'm driving and I'm trying not to be angry at other people. <laughs> Just beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Like these. These they're, kind of songs. <laughs> they're pretty, pretty classic NES sounds. I mean, this, this, this soundtrack is legendary and there's a damn good reason for it because all this music is really, really good for what it is. Really, really good at doing what it's set out to do. Um, and I love it very, very much. So uh, that's going to be it. That's our show. Uh, tune in next time where we will be doing the second of two episodes of part of uh, Geekade's 31 Days of Halloween. It is time once again for the Halloween spooky special, which I did last year. And I'm damn it. I'm calling it an annual thing. So Yay! Vicky and I will be picking five songs each that are perfect for getting you into the Halloween spirit. As always, we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of uh, any Halloween spooky games or Castlevania or whatever, and you can do so on our Waveback Facebook page or by sending us an email at malakikade.com. Uh, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and or subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Thank you very much, so much, so, so much again for listening. We appreciate all of you, and good night. <laughs>